I get you get comb over back from the NFL. But the uh, Rocco was asking the chat room why Monotone was doing play by play. It's because Sam was doing the Green Bay game last yesterday. Yes, he was. That's our burner. It left yeah, the field. Quite the route. But uh, so uh, I'm trying to remember when. Where did we leave off with this this saga? Was it the Carolina game? Our, nah. No. Uh, well, our our last show was. I, I believe the final words of the last show were, I'm not panicking yet, but they better not lose to the Islanders tomorrow night or I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, <laughs> yes. Or else it's going to get ugly. Well... Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, we might as well just dive right into that game. I mean, it it seems like a, a month ago, but it was only last week, like you said. McDonough, that game McDonough was thought in the Leafs control. Game was a debacle. <laughs> oh. But the Islander game was in semi-control, I thought, until Koska blew that game. It wasn't at the game where he was giving pucks away like they were like, uh, you know. Like he was Nick Fatio. <laughs> it was like Halloween, yeah. It was like Nick Fatio throwing him into the stands, basically. Just right. giving it away. I think the Islanders scored at the end of the second period and then wound up scoring in the beginning of the third period, which killed – I mean, if you want to talk about momentum switchers, if you score at the end of a period and then score in the beginning of another period, it's rough. And, uh, you know, listen, everybody wants to talk – I mean, one of the papers out here had actually had the article, Islanders finally lose. Listen, you were four and zero, buddy. This wasn't like the, you know, forty-five games the Canadians went unbeaten or whatever. I don't really, don't know the exact amount, but uh, you know, well, the Flyers big winning streak there that one year, back in the seventies. But it's still, I mean, calm down. That game was winnable by the Rangers, I thought. But <clears throat> you know, Michael Koska, I think that's his first name, Michael. I'm trying to forget him. Uh, that guy was has been awful. Islanders awful. first star of the game. Exactly. So, uh, and I would I gotta tell you, Jim, you know, I was a little pissed at AV because if if, if a schmo like me can see in the preseason and that this guy stinks, and he's putting him in there because he's a de facto NHL experience guy. I think it was a bad mistake, and I think both games that Costa played, I think he played two games, he was terrible. Yeah, I'm so not going to argue. I, well, he's also a right-handed shot, which also I found I came to find out also played into the decision making. Uh, and I got news for you: if, if uh, Dan Girardi can't go tomorrow night, and it sounds like he can't, number number four will be back in the lineup to replace him. So. The devil's alive with a ten. I mean, uh, I know he said his his uh, Jordy's ankle's all cut up or he's got some laceration or something from that block shot he went down. He's got internal was, bleeding. Internal bleeding. Okay. Yes, that's what our sources sources are reporting. Hmm. So. Uh, but going back to our only game, it was it was within their reach, I thought. 
you know, they had played the honors okay. I mean, there were some an- an- anomalies in that game. Uh, Corey Conacher blew past Ryan McDonough, which you never see. Um, oh, boy, did he. Yeah, I mean, you, you never see that. That's just like... <laughs> I I hope McDonough... I hope McDonough got a token as as Conacher was passing passing a by on the turnstile there. Yeah, I mean, you know that's surprising. You know, surprising. And the Rangers lost, and yes, then it was like Eddie, you got to do Ranger Christ shows. People say, oh, here we go. Yeah, everybody wants to get crazy. And I, I understand the the Olives are a little bit better. I mean, you know, I'm never going to say they're good, but uh, they're certainly much better than they've been in the last couple of years. And it's, uh, as soon as Wang went, <laughs> they started their winning ways. So uh, maybe he's the Chinese not-so-fortune cookie. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. So, uh, so the, ne- the next night, who'd they play? Carolina? Yes. Well, the next game was Carolina. Yes. And boy, Thursday I gotta night. tell you. Thursday night. I mean, do you have anything to say about the on the game before we move on to the Carolina game? Uh, just that uh, I believe it was the first time in in uh, Hank's career giving up six goals in back to back games. Now I, I, I'm going to ask. I want to ask an honest, honest, honest question. I, mm-hmm. I want an honest answer. Camp Talbot gave up five goals in one game against uh, who was that? Before Toronto, five goals. He played the second game of the season. It was against. Uh, that was against. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was against somebody. Somebody. Re- uh, Columbus. Blue Jack. Columbus. Blue Jack. He gives up Thank five God, goals in that game to Columbus, and and it's Cam Talbot sucks. Why did we keep him? Oh, he's going to become just like Valaket. Why did he start him? <laughs> you know, Cam Talbot. This Cam well, Talbot. That. that. I you didn't know. Camp Talbot was responsible for the Hindenburg. Camp Talbot was was behind New Coke. You know, Camp Talbot is to blame for right, right. He's on the grassy knoll, the whole bit. And, uh, and then Baba Shampooey gives up six goals in in consecutive games, and it's the whole the defense's fault. It's all oh Girardi sucks, Madonna uh, sucks, Stahl sucks, Coxka sucks. Uh, Hunwick sucks. Zubov sucks. Bukaboom sucks. Malik sucks. Indoor sucks. There's my room and indoor uh, uh, drop in for the night. Uh, who else? James Patrick sucks. Why is that? Igor Ulanov sucks. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, Jeff Tamer sucks. Um, <laughs> Kim Talbot has a small wiener. <laughs> Well, well, you know what it is, though? And we know Cam Talbot has been at fault in the past. Oh, so that was that was the yes. joke uh, Cam Talbot thing we played. But, no, I think with Henrik, you know, he's got a longer, uh, you know, history of winning than Cam Talbot. And I think that's why people were not coming down on Henrik uh, as much. But... Uh, Henrik certainly was not playing at the top of his game. I mean, the guy is not do without criticism. He probably criticizes himself harder than any of us, other than maybe like Ricky Atazu, who thinks he has a slow <laughs> glove hand. But, uh, um, 
you know, uh, I think it was a combination of both. I think the Rangers have were struggling, and I don't think they're out of the woods yet. Because I think if you people don't get mystified and beautified by what happened last night, because that's got that win was nice. It's what they needed, but uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. I'll tell you what I thought about that. But I swear to God, I thought Rosen was just going to straight out ball crying that the other two stalls weren't playing in that Carolina game. (laughs) They're hurt. I can't do it. I can't do my Stanton jokes. Oh, it's just to stall this and stall that. Oh, God. Get over it. Uh, although I heard the uh, the one stalls on the trading block, the guy is not so far away from coming back. Eric. Which one's that? Eric. Eric. Uh, okay, so that game, uh, they tried to make uh, what's his name? Oh shit, I can't think of the goalie. Kadobin looked like Jacques Plante early on. Oh boy, yeah. but. Uh, they got the victory. I mean, you know, they did what they had to do. But, you know, it's – and that was the first game that we saw that uh, J.T. Miller and Jesper Fast were not in the lineup. And it looks uh, and it looks like the Kevin Hayes and Ryan Malone were inserted. Um, finally, Ryan Malone, I guess, earned his way onto the team. Uh, after uh, four games, I guess the fourth either that game. Or, either that or Av had really just, <laughs> really just reached the. He so he was so sick of JT Miller and Jasper Foss that, you know, he's like, all right, we'll put you in. Yeah, you know, and I, let's let's talk about that first. I mean, I don't know about you, but those guys look like they're a lot more hungry than those two young guys are when they're in the lineup. Now. I know it's kind of an intangible, and you can't really say who's hungry and who. Those guys seem to, at least in the two games that they've played, they're working a lot harder. I'm noticing Kevin Hayes. I'm noticing Ryan Malone. Where <laughs> as I go through games with J.T. Miller and Jesper Foss, and I say, uh, what are they doing? Are they scratches? Well, I noticed, I noticed Kevin Hayes was 3 for 15 on faceoffs against the Hurricanes. I noticed that. Wow, come on, he's just said it was the first NHL game. What a face off they got better last they got better last night. They had natural centers playing all the positions. Finally. Yes. Yes. First time in six years that we had center icemen <laughs> on four lines. Not converted left wings. You know. And they were much better. I felt more comfortable with that. Right. And, uh, you know, the Nashville game, I mean, uh, the Carolina game, it was still close. They still had to go to the shootout. But at least things got locked down. They played a very, very conservative, Tortorella-like game. Yes, uh, it wasn't exciting to all. It was very, very – I thought it was very much like back-to-basics – Simplify, you know, simplifying the game plan, very, very conservative, and they need, and, and, they and boring. That. <laughs> and it was boring. I think they need, they have to figure out, and I think 
Attila the Hunwick <laughs> is much better than Casca. Let's let's. I mean, I'm, the, the, the measuring isn't. You know, listen, it's not saying a lot, but I think Hunwick still makes mistakes, but he's able to make up for it. Or like he saved the goal last night. I still don't get what Avi's doing though. He's He's pairing Hunwick with Stahl, and then later in the games, he's putting Klein with Stahl, and I don't know what he's doing, because John Moore and Hunwick doesn't really inspire a lot of confidence with me, unless he's shortening the bench a little bit in the third periods. Yeah, I think that's what he's but, doing. Um, um, I can see Hunwick being capable of hanging in there, so... I had a look, you know, I was I was positive about it. And then, then the shootout, I mean, you know, Henrik w- was perfect in the shootout, and Rick Nash scored in the, in the shootout. I mean, Nash is carrying a team right now. I mean, you know, Broussard's got three goals. Uh, they're not getting – Matt Zuccarello hasn't been around. I mean, he, he looked a little bit better last night, but I don't know why I feel like he's injured. He was all nicked up coming into the season or after the first game. He sat out that one game. I don't know. I got a sneaking suspicion there's something going on with him. I don't know. He looked more involved last night. So Nash gets the shootout goal. You know, we're all happy. But like you said, it wasn't the most, you know, we're used to seeing A.V. and the Rangers play an up-tempo, fast-paced game. And that, like you said, that was – that was Tortorella-esque. Yeah, that was right so, out of his playbook. Now, were you guys surprised when uh, J.T. Miller and Fast was sent down and Chris Mueller brought up? Do you think I it was a little bit too quick? No, I don't think it was too quick at all. I, 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 I was more surprised at Fast than I was J.T. Miller because J.T. Miller had been scratched for two games, whereas I don't think Fast had been. But I think he want, I think he he really did want to get get a look at Malone, and I think he wanted to get another center up to play. Um, you know, I don't. I'm starting to wonder if JT Miller when it's when if and when it's going to kick in for JT Miller, because I'm starting I mean, to think it's I'm starting to think it's not gonna. You know, for, for all the talk. For all the talk in the off season about how he needed to be more professional, and we heard rumors about you know missing curfews and partying in Montreal and this and that and the other thing, and then we hear in camp he's come in and he's been more professional and he's playing better, and then the season starts and he kind of lulls right back into the JT Miller of old. So I'm just, and then you know after what four games, five games, he's sent down. I'm starting to wonder, you know. In baseball, they have a term, a 4A guy, and it's a guy who's a little too good for AAA but not good enough for the major leagues. A Met fan will remember Victor Diaz. He was a prime example of a 4A player. And I and I wonder if maybe – because then J.T. Miller goes to Hartford and, scores, of course, scores a goal in the first game. He's down there. Who was the guy that used to score like 20, 25, 30 goals every year in Hartford but never – the Rangers would never call him up? I, does his name – Corey something? This was just a couple of years oh, yeah. ago. Yeah. Oh, a couple of years yeah. ago? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tortorella's years. Yeah, yeah. I remember this guy. Corey Locke. Rock's got it. Was that his name? Corey Corey Locke? Yeah. He used to score 25, 30 goals every year for Hartford, but would never – he would be like the last guy called up. He may have had played two games as a Ranger or something like that. And he was that – I think he was that type of guy, like like Ken Jernander. (laughs) Yeah. Ah. So – you know, I'm. St- I don't know. You know, this is his. This is J.T. Miller's third third season in the NHL, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't. I don't know. When well, you get into your I, third I, I, season, I, I, if you're I, still being bounced down to the minors, I, I don't know. I just. I think he's on a short leash, and both of them were on a short leash. It's like, oh, all right, this ain't working out. You're down. And. Which means to means to me, I mean, it looks to me like, you know, it was a lot closer in evaluations, you know, between Mueller, J.T. Miller, and uh, I don't know. It just seems like that that's an awfully short leash for a, for a young guy, for two young guys that, uh, you know, seen some playoff time last year were, you know, given an, an opportunity, but... Fast, I think you're right. JT Miller, this, I mean, this is like the first time he's been bounced around. He's been bounced around all last year up and down. And now yeah. he usually goes to Hartford, lights Hartford on fire, and he gets called back, does nothing, goes back to Hartford, lights it on fire. I mean, we're starting to see the same trend. Right. And, you know, we we talked about it during the off season that, you know, some of these young guys like, like Fast and, and Miller, you know, the Rangers were counting on them to make contributions because all they really signed behind them were these guys kind of off the scrap heap, like, like Mueller and, and the guy uh, Lombardi that went back to, went back to Europe, you know, guys like that, you know, that were just supposed to be kind of AHL. Even Ryan Mo- than, and Ryan Malone, who was a risk, you know, I mean, yeah, knew, he was, you know, risk work. high reward though. <clears throat> but I mean, you know, they're only paying him a lot of grand. people. Yeah, I know, but a lot of people have counted him out saying he was too slow, he can't skate, this and that. I mean, you know, he's not Swifty McGee out there, but he sure doesn't, uh, you know, he doesn't look, uh, like, out of place. I mean, I don't know. He's only played two games. I mean, who knows by game. But they look more – I like the fact that they get bigger with those two guys, Mm -hmm. and they look like they make a difference in the overall game. Uh, and that's what I want to see. I want to see something impact. Let in, you know, last night's game, Hayes made a great play. I couldn't believe he held on to the puck because usually young guys, and he did that in the preseason too. He likes to hold on to the puck and really make the goalie commit. And he wasn't able to sink it last night, but that, that's a you know that's a goal scorer's kind of move. I mean, f- finishing he's got to do the finishing, but that's a guy who's not looking to pass. He's looking to score. He's a big kid. I love that. I love the Malone. They get bigger because now that they have Zuccarello and and Saint Louis on the same line, I'm like, oh boy, look at a bunch of midgets out there. Hmm. I mean, I love those guys. Good to see some bigger, 
bodies out there, and I see a difference in the team. I see them hustling. I see them involved where the puck is. That's all I'm asking. You know, and I don't think we've seen the last of Fost or Miller. I mean, I think, you know, depending on how they do with the Kenny G down there, you know, they may be back, but how many chances are you going to give JT Miller? I just, and I think this, like you said, with the coach, maybe he's wearing thin with the coach because some of the off-ice stuff. Maybe. Don't know. JT Filler was called. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that, too. JT Filler. So I don't know. Well, I you hate to get you don't want to bury a guy that's that young. But again, I I I I've asked this question about JT Miller for months. What does he do? Like what 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 can you say about JT Miller that he goes great? Makes We're him good. stand out. Nothing. Right, that makes him stand out. That I mean that's a good Rangers 1 2 3 at least he has a hot mom and a hot girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. We know that we well, well, they, maybe the well, girlfriend's gone. The... Who knows? Maybe she left know. when he got demoted last year. Oh, I'm sorry. I can only date an NHL player. <laughs> I can't, I can't be expected to. I can't be expected to date a guy who makes his living in Hartford. Oh God. Yeah, it's pretty sad in Hartford. But uh, yeah, so so last night I was expecting a win. Not expecting a win, but I was thought they had a good shot at winning. They, it's one of those games that set me up that I'm like, okay, San Jose, who beat the Islanders and the Devils, but it's their, thir- it's their third game in four nights. Now, I'm not 100% sure that they went to the West Coast after last night, but I, it's usually how it works. They're not hanging around. And I was like – this is a tired San Jose team. They better come in and they better play them well. And uh, stay locked in the game. Kept San Jose into the game, I thought. Early on, he played well. But just to skip over and get to the result right away, the Rangers got the job done. And that's all you have to do in the regular season. Get the two points. You know, so what if they were a bit lucky? Uh, I've seen a lot of games where the Rangers are unlucky enough from my lifetime. So if a goaltender comes out and goes, tries to play the puck, and it goes in, you know, whatever it was, five seconds after the eye, God bless. Four seconds. Tying the Ranger record. If Matt Hunwick, you know, saves the goal, that was a terrific play. Although I think he was the cause of it. I think he had given the puck away. Um, but that that puck was about as close as I've ever seen it going in. Because it was on its edge, like, almost halfway over the line, almost. Um, that was a terrific play. What, I mean, what what did you see in this game? What did you like in this game, and what did you dislike? Um, well, I, I didn't really dislike anything. I mean, I don't – glad they won. Glad they got the shutout. But I don't want to get too crazy. They they dominated a tired team. Uh, you know they were great on faceoffs last night, sixty six percent on faceoffs. Uh, you know 
the Sharks were playing less than 24 hours after the the their game against uh, uh, whoever they played Saturday night. I don't remember if it was the Devils or the Islanders. Had I think it was the Devils had ended. So I mean, they, and you know, they're East Coast. So five o'clock in the afternoon game, which I'm also, which we'll talk about in a minute too. Uh, but yeah, good game. And I thought, I said early in the game, at about 15 minutes before he scored, I said it. Kevin Hayes was getting a lot of good looks in the game last night. He was he was around the net. He would had a couple of good chances, and I was so I was glad to see him get his first goal because he had he had a couple of real good looks. Kevin Hughes, yes, as Sam called him the other night. Yeah. <clears throat> So, you know, he's uh, it's good to see him uh he's played well. He's played well. I love his Yeah, size. especially about I like it because, you know, people say, well, you know, he really was a product of playing what with Goodrow uh and that, you know, that you know, that he was not the, you know, player that, you know, we all thought he was or like I don't know. Just that I, he looks comfortable out there, and he and he get, picks up his first NHL goal. And I, I don't know. I I just think you know, okay. And that was the first game they also benched Duclair. Which now, what does that mean? Does that mean they're thinking about sending Duke back to juniors? I Did mean, he, if was he was he a scratch? Did yeah, he just he was not he was scratched. Yes. Well, if you're scratching the guy in game five, then what's the point of keeping him? If you're not comfortable enough with his game in game five or six, that you've got to sit him already, uh, then I don't know. Is that? Well, you only have a limited time to keep him up, so if you're not playing him, it shows that maybe he might not fit. That's what I mean. You know, it's a, they've already sacrificed a game uh, where, to get a look at him and for him to, you know, prove himself a little bit more. So, I, I don't think it's. I don't think it. It, it, it might mean nothing, <laughs> for all I know. What do right, I know? it could be. Well, that said, he just wanted to put Mueller in there and get four centers and take, you know. Not have Martin St. Louis as a center, which that lineup they put in last night, and again, it was against a tired San Jose team, but they won, and they looked like they had a good four check on all four lines, which was like the first time all year. Um, and they moved Dominic Moore up to the third line with Haglin. And somebody helped me out with Haglin. Stepniak. Was it Stepniak? I, I knew so. it was like all three. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, that's a pretty good line because they all worked their asses off. And they did. And I was thinking to myself, man, this would be a great fourth line on a really good team. Yeah. Holly Sussman can't get us. Now she's having a problem logging in. But, um, so I think he's going to stick with this lineup unless, uh, you know, and so the Duke might be the odd man out 
and then Duke, man, he, I mean, he's a plus. He's definitely a plus. He's like a plus three to plus four. He's got three assists. It's hard to keep a guy like that out. So, um, yeah, if you guys are having trouble with uh, any browsers, you should uh, try Netscape. Uh, <laughs> AOL? Or maybe get your Magellan page up. GeoCities, something like that. We <laughs> we are on we are on Prodigy. We're on Prodigy and CompuServe. Shuno, I forgot about that. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> a good friend Juno's of mine still has a Juno email and uh, email in it. Oh, email address. Yep, I kid you not. That is his main email address. Excite, there's one I have. Alta Vista. Yes, Alta Vista. Excite. <clears throat> wow. De- Hot de- damn. De- debuting on Wilmette Go Home Theater. I take it. Maybe they'd pay us. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, so I don't know. I Game, hey, it was satisfying watching him. Uh, Hank gets his first shutout of the year. Now he's great again. You know, I mean, uh, it was satisfying win. Oh, the defense was great uh, last night. That's why he got the shutout. Defense? Well, <laughs> well, I get what you're saying. I get the sarcasm. But the defense, defense word. You know, giving away goals. You know, we're giving it all away. You know, I mean, it was semi uh, steady back there, right? Um, and so, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a product of a lot of things. You know, but I don't want to get, like you said, I don't want to get too ahead of myself and start saying, "Wow, we beat a, you know, a, a pretty good West Coast team." You know, right? Those guys tired. You could see as the game wore on that they were. They were a little bit slow on the uptake, and then again, though, I got the Rangers. They don't. They're playing. They're not playing with the number one center. They're not playing with the number four defenseman. Number four. And uh, <laughs> I mean, they need. I mean, it, it's you know, it's a little bit of uh, adversity the Rangers are playing with, and they're you know they got to win, and that's all they had to do was win that game. They won the game, got two points, get the hell out of there. So, um, and uh, I saw today in the paper that uh, Slava Voinov on Los Angeles, yes, uh, has been suspended indefinitely. I had that written on my notes here to mention that. Yeah, what do you think about that? Do you think that's uh... props to the NHL? Actually, I think you think it's None props. Of this... Absolutely, none of this. None of this dicking around. He 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 was arrested. That's my understanding, unless I'm wrong. Arrested for domestic violence. None of this dicking around. None of this. Oh, I got to see a video first, or I got to see two videos, or I got to see a, two videos and a and a witness, uh, you know, account. You know, none of this pussyfooting around and give him two games and then oh, I, nope, suspend him indefinitely. Good for good for. Whoever handed down that discipline, whether it was whether whether that came from Quintal or or the the assistant commissioner uh, Bill Bill Daly or uh, Gary Bettman, I I think uh, real uh, kudos. Is that his name? Eugenie. Uh, What's that? Yeah, yeah, from the, the Bob Newhart. Newhart. 
<laughs> um, yes, props to the NHL for getting getting them out. <clears throat> yes, like nobody cares though. Like <laughs> the NFL, you know why they? You know, just to, to go into the NFL and the whole Ray Rice thing. I think it meant money to them. You know, people all in the Ray Rice and Andre and uh, and Andre Peterson and uh, I don't know. Like it seems like the the reason it wasn't done by the teams itself was money or revenue or something. I in hockey, listen. I hope it was done, you know, I can't see any reason. What, maybe I'm making more of a statement about the NFL than the NHL. But I'm glad they adopted it. I mean, they, uh, I don't know the situation, but if he was arrested, he was arrested. Plus, those Russians can be a little cranky. <laughs> That's more than cranky. Well, what what went down in that? I'd like to know. Uh... Here, I'll let's see. I'll give you this. Uh, the NHL suspended Los Angeles Kings defenseman Slava Voinov indefinitely Monday after the two-time Stanley Cup winner's arrest on suspicion of domestic violence. Voinov was booked and released at the Redondo Beach Jail after his arrest early, early Monday morning at a Torrance hospital on suspicion of corporal injury to a spouse. Uh, posted fifty thousand dollars bail. Caught what he spanked her. I I have no idea. Uh, Redondo Beach police responded to a neighbor's report of a woman screaming and crying in Voinov's neighborhood on Sunday night. After uh, ninety minutes later, Voinov was arrested after a nurse at the Torrance Hospital called police to report the alleged victim was being treated for injuries that alarmed the emergency room staff. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, that was about it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, if he was arrested and they had enough evidence to, you know, to arrest him, then absolutely props to the NHL for taking care yeah. of it right away, not making it a something that will detract from the league, the team, or anything else, you know. Oh, I, I think, think it's it a good thing. It's a great them. thing. And now that I've now that I've praised the NHL, uh oh. Why? Why? Back to back weeks. Are they scheduling hockey games directly up against in New York? Directly up against one of the football teams, especially yesterday. Why play at five o'clock on a Sunday? When the Giants well, the are Giants playing at 4 is not a rivalry. No, no. <laughs> no, that's not a big – I mean, uh, uh, granted, the uh, game was – you know, Giants aren't doing very well. I'll be the first to admit it. They stink, and they're an under-500 team. And, you know, it wasn't the greatest game. Uh, you know, it wasn't like an instant classic or anything. But at the beginning of the year, you look at the schedule, and it's Giants-Cowboys. That's big ratings. And, it, you know, it's the game of the week on Fox. Why would they schedule that game at 5 o'clock in the afternoon? Now, the argument could be made, oh, well, it's kid, it was kids' day. <laughs> yeah, okay. Where? It was kids' day yesterday. That's why they had the 12-year-old singing the, the national anthem. Yeah, at the garden. It was kids' day. Oh, they, I didn't even know. They this. were doing this for the kids and that for the kids. So they start at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. The game ain't over till 8. Most kids ain't getting home from this game till 10 o'clock at night anyway. Yeah, kids' day. Why not play the game at 1 o'clock in the afternoon? Giants aren't on till 4.00. 
The Jets played Thursday night. They'd have no competition in New York as far as sports teams go. There'd be, there'd be time enough for Giants fans that if they wanted to go to the Ranger game and then hightail it out to, to MetLife Stadium, they could make it there for, the, for both games. I mean, I was talking to my dad about it yesterday. By the way, my father says that uh, for a million dollars, he'll put the pads on and give up six goals a game and save the Rangers $7 million. He said they could even run them all he wants. He doesn't care. He says, I'm 65 years old. He says, I'll do it for a million. He says, they ain't going to pay me $8 million to do that. But anyway, so my dad says, well, well, the NFL doesn't care. And I said, well, I know the NFL doesn't care. I said, but the, the NHL should care. I said, because you had to know that a lot of people weren't going to be able to watch both games at the same time. Unless you set two TVs up in your living room, which I know some people do. <clears throat> so it, wow. just doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me to try and compete with, you know, with one of the football teams on a do Sunday. Do you think they look at the NFL schedule? Because apparently not. Is this, uh, I mean, I don't. I mean, the they, NFL, might, I, they look at the. They, I know the sports leagues must look at the other schedule because. If I'm not mistaken, the World Series, they never play on Monday nights, right? Because I because they don't want to compete with Monday night football if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So I'm pretty sure there's no I I could be wrong about that, but I thought that's the way it used to be that they didn't play games on Monday nights cuz they don't want to compete with Monday night football. I I don't know. Maybe they don't care. Maybe Do you think the game was scheduled earlier because San Jose had to go back to the West Coast rather than starting at 7? I was getting I was getting tweets from uh from uh, Chris um he was tweeting me from the game of people sitting uh I don't know exactly where these seats are because I have not been to the new garden yet but that will change December 21st um people sitting at the garden and watching at their seats and there's TV screens in front of them and they were watching the Giants game while the Rangers game was going on. Yeah. I, I saw the the Yankees last year in the playoffs. People were watching a regular season Yankee game instead of a Ranger playoff game. See, right in front great. of my face. Hey, I oh, remember Gina's you telling up. That I kept yelling, Gina's up. <laughs> you morons. Now, What's the score, <clears throat> dope? Hey, Dopey, what's the score? <laughs> Idiot. He's paying $200 for a seat to sit in those special seats with the TV, and then he's watching a Yankee game and a Rachel playoff game. Second round. Now, I told uh, – before we before we get to the, to the break, and we'll take phone calls after the break, 646-478-4692. Uh, I said that last night that I had a, a quick Giants – watching the Giants at a Ranger game story that I may or may not have told us before, but years ago, I'm thinking this was probably early, very early nineties before the cup, the Giants were playing. I think it was the Cardinals on a late Sunday game. And I had tickets. I had Ranger tickets for that night. And we watched the game at, at one of the bars, probably the Blarney rock or the Blarney stone. One of those two watching most of the giant game there. And it was coming down to a late field goal. We headed into the garden, and the game came down to a late field goal by the Giants. They won the game. But it was it was 7 o'clock Eastern time, uh, 
and the Giants were driving downfield for the game-winning drive. And there were a bunch of us standing in the old food court at Madison Square Garden or whatever, whatever. I guess, yeah, I guess it was a food court. And there were a bunch of TVs around in a circle around the food court. And this MSG employee gets up and starts changing the TVs. And this guy starts screaming at her, what the fuck are you doing? The Giants game is coming down at the end. She says, oh, we, it's 7 o'clock. We're required to turn the Ranger game on. And he looks at this girl, and I'm just quoting. He points at her and he says, you change that fucking TV and I'm going to kick your black ass across this food court. And you oh could have heard God. a you could have heard a pin drop. Now, this, and she didn't change the TV. Now nowadays that would have gotten you thrown. That'll get you thrown oh, out. Oh yeah, fast. that would have been. Uh... Then, you know, it was just like, you know, that guy was. After she didn't change the TV, there were people. Yeah, hey, you sure told her. Thanks. You know, you're the you're the man. You know that old. Oh, <laughs> that old God. Man. I'll never forget yeah. that as long as I live. <laughs> wow. That is, uh, I gotta tell you, guy wanted, guy didn't, he wanted to, he wanted to see the end of the Giants game. What can I tell you? He probably had a bet or something. I can't see anybody being that crazy. Well, you know, Giant fans are uh, super into it. So she's older you know, guy. Was he an older guy? It was not my father. It was not yeah, your dad. It was, no, it was not my father. Uh, yeah, it was an older. It was it was an older gent. Of course, then I was in my twenties, so everybody was an older gent then, but. Uh, wow. no. He was he was older though. I would peg him uh near senior citizen age. Well, they're allowed to get grumpy. It was a different era. I've said this uh just in sports in general. You would go as like a twenty something to these games, whether it be uh I'm a dummy Met fan and who's a dummy Ranger fan. And uh, you would go to these games, and the older people would give you an education you could never get anywhere else. You would learn every curse word, every heckle, every... Because people used to go to the games because they really had nothing else to do. You know, they were out of work. They had to kill the day. You know, their wives threw them out of the house. they go to a ball game for $8, sit there and vent all their frustrations. Your dad would take off work. You'd go down to the baseball game, and you'd get an education. Yep, and that's why we're the wise asses we are today in games, you know. But now you go and the kids playing on the iPhone, and uh, uh, the girls, you know, she's updating her fucking Instagram while she's there. Everybody's taking a picture of themselves, selfies, selfies, bunch of bullshit. I wanted some old cantankerous man like that guy. You, I will kick your black ass. Jesus, that guy would be like uh, be civil rights offense now if he said that. ACLU would be defending her. It would be ridiculous. Alan Dershowitz would have dropped it crime. through the ceiling. Yeah, I mean, you know, Reverend Al be up there. <laughs> be a whole scene now. <laughs> but, you know, listen. So, uh, yeah, let's go to the phone. Let's see what people got to say. We'll do the right, uh, take- spot first. Yeah, let's do our break first, and then we'll get to the phone calls. Uh, 646-478-4692, and we'll be right back. Blue Shirt Underground Radio is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. 
They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including however you're hearing the show right now. And if you sign up at our URL, which is www.audibletrial.com slash blueshirtunderground, you'll get one free audio book and a one-month trial of the service. You can pick up books like The Game of My Life, where Ranger greats like Mark Messier and Frank Boucher talk to the great John Halligan about their favorite Ranger memories, or The Devil and Bobby Hull, How Hockey's Original Million Dollar Man Became a Lost Legend, and They Call Me Baba Booey, the story of Howard Stern's show producer Gary Delabate. That's www.audibletrial.com slash blueshirtunderground. Support Blue Shirt Underground Radio and sign up for your free trial to audible.com today at www.audibletrial.com slash blueshirtunderground. Eddie and I will be back in just a minute. Shirt Underground Radio on a Monday night. I turned my mic off so you couldn't hear me. Uh, we are back. Six four six four seven eight four six nine two is the number if you guys want to call in. Did you ask what song that was? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that was a funky song. I was thinking about that. What song is that? Do you like? Did you like it or, or no? It was okay. It was okay. I mean, you know, uh, that catchy. is. Uh, uh, it's called "Come Up Man" by uh, G Love. And it's from a couple yeah, and it's in a it's in a Nissan commercial, and that's where I first heard it. It's it's just catchy, and I just thought it'd be yeah, good that's what for, I said. Uh, it's, a, it's a snappy tune. Yeah, well, that's and that's that's the commercial. The guy's just kind of like walking down the street in like new clothes, so I had the songs playing, and it just kind of fits uh-huh. the fits the mood of the commercial. So, so that's our new Audible spot. <clears throat> Are you ready to go to the stat- phones? Yeah, I was looking at the stats here. JT Miller minus four in three games, averaging 12 minutes a game. That's not good. No. Rock, how are you? What's up, gentlemen? How are you tonight? Good. How are you doing? Thanks for holding. Good, good. No, my pleasure. Um, was, at the, uh, was at the Islander game the other night, and I just want to share with you guys and with everyone my experience there and just to show you, uh, you know, uh, the Islander fans uh, – you know, are very uh, getting their heads a little bit big right now. So I think they need to get smacked around a little bit. Hopefully uh, we see it more. 
but they pretty much invaded the garden that night. Um, season ticket holder for 11 years, probably one of the worst experiences I've ever had at the garden. <laughs> they were they were no. vulgar, they were nasty, they were these arrogant 20-something-year-old douchebags who pr- weren't even alive when the Islanders were good. And I heard them in my like world. They had won the cup. I heard there was fights. Well, I almost got into one of them, I can tell you that. Welcome you know, to Long 20, Island. This 23-year-old 20, kid telling me, he has 25-year-old kid telling me, oh, I'm, a, I'm a great fan, I've had tickets for 23 years. I go, no, you haven't had tickets for Your dad's had 26, tickets for 23 years. And we went on. He, was just, he just wouldn't stop. He was screaming nonsense. It was one of the worst experiences. Again, in 11 years, as a Ranger season ticket holder in the same section, I've never had an altercation with a fan. I almost killed this kid. It was just absolute nonsense. And, you know, you know, I know this is a Ranger show, but, I mean, these Islander fans, they, they really need to get their, their heads straight on straight. Just say it. I live on Long Island. Oh, this yeah, I grew up on Long Island. I hear you. What? I grew up on Long Island, too. And I, anytime I well, go anywhere, and I've been all over the U.S. and Canada watching Ranger games, I have never done what any of these guys have done at any game I've ever been to. And if you walked into Philly and to Washington, what are they doing? What were they doing? They were just screaming absolute nonsense. They were, they were one kid, he actually started flicking beer on the kid in front of him. Uh, it was just an absolute, it was a, it was a nightmare. And it's, a, it's a, uh, something that I just couldn't believe that these, these fans, and I, I blame the Rangers fans, season ticket holders also, who sold their tickets on the ticket exchange to make money for this game. Because there was Tuesday no regular game? guys in my section. Excuse me? Was it was it Monday or Tuesday they played them? It was Tuesday. 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 They never early in the week games. That's what happens, you know. Yeah. A lot of these people don't show up on Monday and Tuesday. Well, for whatever reason, all the regular season ticket holders in my section were not there. I was surrounded by literally twenty Islander fans, and I've been to wow. numerous Ranger Islander fan Islander games at the Garden. And that was by far the most Islander fans I've ever seen. I would say since I've had my tickets at the Garden, ever. Right, three-game winning streak. I mean, they're all out, you know. So uh, why? And then they go out and embarrass us, you know. And that—that just added insult to injury, you know. But that's another story. But um, you know, onto the team now. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you guys said it. I mean, they needed to beat San Jose for a number of reasons. One. To be honest, they, they barely beat a, a decimated Carolina team. Mm-hmm. And they, that team was wounded, and they, they barely beat them. And I think that they, need, they needed to beat San Jose. I mean, they were, they were right for the taking. They've gotten, you know, they got smacked around you know, between the Devils, who played them tough, and, and, and the Islanders uh, you know, two nights prior. And they, they beat a team that they, they, they should have beaten last night. I mean, I, mean, I know. But isn't I know, that a good thing, Rock? I mean, absolutely. for years we've been subjected to. They should have I, beat that team. That team was right for the peaking, but they, they lost. How could they lose? I agree they with won. you. And that's why I said it. it's a game they should have won. They had, it's a game they had to win, I think, for, for a lot of reasons. Not just because it was, uh, it was San Jose's third game in four nights, but it was, it was a, a game where, you know, they had some momentum going. They had beaten Carolina. They, it, it, was a, it was a tough game. Like you said, Kudovin was Jacques Plante. And, uh, you know, it was a game that they needed to win. And, uh, you know, we've had these games where it's gone the other way. So, uh, 
you know, and as far as, I mean, as far as Rick Nash goes, I mean, the guy looks like he's on fire. I mean, not only is he scoring goals, but he's all over the puck. I mean, there were a few yeah. instances yesterday where he was just a beast out there. And, you know, I'm going to give him, I, I mean, you know, he's always been there for us offensively for the most part. The guy had a concussion last year. We, we've seen with players with concussions, they don't always get it together right away. They always, sometimes it takes time for them to kind of get their, their stride back. And hopefully he stays healthy. Because if he stays healthy, I can't see why he can't score 40 goals this year. Well, I would love to see that. I mean, if that could happen. I mean, I predicted it. Justin was against this. Justin did not <laughs> want ever say that. No, I would love to see that. You know, hopefully that's going to be the case. The big and question he, is, you know, yes. is the playoffs, uh, you know, if they do make. But like I said before this whole thing started, they need Rick Nash to get to the playoffs. So if he keeps playing like this, and he, like you said, defensively he even looks good. Exactly. There was one play where I think he lost a puck and then he regained it. He lifted one guy's stick, I remember. I said, wow, he's just on fire out there. True. And, and we also forget that, you know, Marion Gabrick, despite the fact he had two 40-goal seasons with us, didn't have some of the greatest playoff series with the Rangers. No. I mean, we kind of forget that because he had the overtime goal. You know, he, he, he had he picked his spot, Triple I guess, overtime in some way. The triple overtime goal in Washington. But you know, even Gabrick, despite the fact how, how potent he was as a goal scorer, he didn't really produce that much for the Rangers in the playoffs. No, so, I mean, but I will. The caveat I'm going to give him is he played under John Tortorella. Okay. Uh, which, uh, you know, let's put it, he was the oppressor of offense, and he still got 40 goals. So you're saying Gabrick was you know, 50 under Vigneault? Could be. If he isn't, it wasn't hurt. <laughs> I think Gabby's hurt again. So You know what, though? Uh, Gabrick. Gabrick didn't score many goals in the playoffs, but we can all remember we can all remember a Gabrick goal in the playoffs where it's hard to remember a Nash goal yes. in the playoffs. <laughs> yes, and, and Rick Nash scored all his goals against backup goalies in the playoffs, so and all of them right. and meaning and pretty much blowouts except for game two. Other than all his goals were in were in blowouts one way or another way. They were losing or winning. So I hear you. Right. I mean, but, but I, I get your point. I, you know, well, let's give Rick Nash his props. I mean, you know, he has to get hard. to the They got to get to the playoffs get... this year. I mean, we, we, I've seen, I mean, it's still early. I mean, I'm not pushing the panic button. Even after the Islander game, I wasn't really too concerned. I, I, you, like you said, we're missing our number one center and we're missing our number four defenseman. And what happened, same kind of similar situation happened last year where they were missing Callahan, they were missing Haglund to start the season. And the team kind of didn't really come together until all those guys came back. So, you know, if we could just weather the storm right now and kind of fill in guys with some of the depth that we, we thought we had. But, I, again, the problem now is the, is the defense and not the offense, which was which was the problem last year. So, right. I just don't know if they, have, I I don't they have the, the horses down in Hartford defensively to, to help them. So, who knows? Well, I, I think it's kind of bitten them in the ass that they haven't been able to get any – draft anybody, I mean, on the back line, really, in years. I mean, you know, we know all about McElrath, but they've, they've kind of been filling in, in with these guys, like the Justin Falks of the world, these guys, these, like, I guess, what'd you say, 4A guys? Is that how what, how you say it? Uh, journeymen. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, like these journeymen guys, uh, you know, the Corey Steve Hawk. Eminges of the world, and, you know, uh, yeah, you know, 
uh, I, uh, Paul Maras. Like, they've never really they, – they never really developed a good young guy back there. I mean, Michael Sauer, unfortunately, he was on his path to being one of those guys, but then, you know, he got the concussion. But, um, see, this is the difference for me for, with A.V., is they get that two points, whereas in the past they didn't get that two points. And that's why I, you know, I like the fact that he kind of pulled the trigger early on on, on Miller and Fast because he got bigger guys in there, and I feel those guys play uh, least against. Again, it was a grain of salt. They played a tired San Jose team, but the Rangers showed up to play. They, they competed. And we've seen the Rangers play a lot of eggs just not come out at all and lose games not many with AV so far I was hoping that Joe, Joe Thornton in his post game comments was going to call the Rangers soft again because I remember, yeah. remember the last time that happened when they were kind of faltering to start the season um, right I remember that, that kind of ignited them uh, but for whatever reason I don't know if you guys have noticed this especially over the last three years this team always starts off slow yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just, um, you know, maybe too many new faces or – I, I don't know. But if you notice the last three years, they've – for the most part, they've started off slow. Now, that's working their benefit. I don't know if you remember a few years ago uh, under Tom Rennie during the Marcus Naslin, you know, Nick Sheridan era, they started off like a bat out of hell. And I think they, they were like undefeated to, to like the first seven games of the season. Or they hadn't lost the game of regulation or, or something along those lines, and we, we know how that season ended. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. So that maybe I that's think a good right. thing if they start off slow. Yeah, I think you're right. What, what happened last year is people found their roles, and then when the guys who did come back uh, to play, you know, some guys got pushed out, but the guys that stayed there already had kind of acclimated themselves to the team, and mm-hmm. got and. And I hope I I like the lineup they put in last night. I I, I really do. I I thought I want to see all four lines rolling and all four lines competing at a high level, and that's what I saw last night. And they, they had, had a lot of faceoffs, fourth. which was gigantic. Because I mean, how many times this team lost defensive zone faceoffs? I mean, oh. Chris Mueller, the fact that he didn't play that much, I think he he won like sixty six percent of his faceoffs, or sixty one percent of the faceoffs, something ridiculous. Uh, you you kind of need that because that's how you get your puck possession. You saw on, on the third goal. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I mean, Jim talked about it earlier. Well, the Rangers sixty six percent overall yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, they killed yeah, them. 40, I don't know. Forty one of sixty two. Here's a here's a stat for you from last night's game. The Rangers have won sixty six straight games when they score four goals. <laughs> and they are 87-0-1 wow. in their last 88 games when they've scored four goals, going back to the 8-2 win over Edmonton in 2010, which was Tom Rennie's return to the Garden as Edmonton's coach. And it was the same game, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't Sean Avery, Avery get in a fight that game? He Didn't sucker he punched, shot somebody? He punched Ladislav uh, Smidge. 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 Yeah, Smidge. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think uh, what I think um, who scored in that game? Uh, I think Gabrick had four goal, three goals in that game, and uh, who was the guy that brought in for a season uh, from the Kings? Uh, Froloff scored in that game too. <laughs> oh, correctly. the wrap around. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he was yeah. doing. Froloff was the wrap around. The wrap around. Yeah. 
one of the few times he scored. Um, yeah, I think I think the one loss they have is that didn't that Gabbert score four goals in nothing. that game? I think Rock said three or four. Oh, okay. I, I, I missed I'm sorry. I was looking up stats to argue with Justin, but then say there's ball bag beat me to it anyway. So, um, I think the one loss they have in overtime was that game where they were up in Montreal when they were up 5 nothing. Yeah. And Montreal came back and beat them 6-5. That's the oh, only game yeah. I, I think that was, that was a travesty, that game. That was Yannick That Yannick game Yannick was out. one of the worst. That, that game <laughs> my was friend one, was in one. Montreal for that game. Oh, my God. Oof. Yeah. I'm now going to never forget it. He's a jinx anyway. But uh, all in all, listen. Yeah, he's had some travesties that he's been to. So yeah, I told him he can't go go away anywhere to watch teams play anymore. Um, all in all, guys, listen. Uh, we'll leave it at this. Uh, keep it at bay for right now. Try to just get some points here and there until these guys get healthy, and hopefully they don't dig themselves too much of a hole. And you know, the next two games are tough. I mean, especially if Girardi doesn't play tomorrow. And I can only imagine. Imagine the defensive blunders we're going to see, but uh, who knows? Maybe they'll, maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe teams will stop taking us lightly when they see our defensive pool we're putting out there. They'll, they won't take it too seriously. Now, what do you, you know? Teams quickly, are playing us tough now. They are, but I think that'll wane once the season goes on, and they see the Rangers aren't really doing all that well, and you know, you know, when they see Costco, they're like, I, "We didn't see these guys in Stanley Cup. Who are these guys yeah. who playing?" Um, I, don't, I, don't I want get to. It. I just wanted to get your uh, quick take on the JT Miller, Jesper Fast situation. Uh, you know what? I mean, I'm, I'm a JT Miller fan. I, I know he does. I know I, I. They want him to play center. I've seen him. He he, he makes some decent plays every once in a while. He's, he's hard in the corners. I think he's bound to be a centerman more than a, than a winger. I think he's more of a play uh, playmaker. Been a, been a goal scorer. Um, you know, I just hope they just didn't rush him. I know I, I know he was supposed to go to the University of North Dakota or South Dakota, one of them, I don't remember. And I remember he instead he decided to sign with the Plymouth Whalers of the mm-hmm. uh, OHL or whatever it was. And I hope that that didn't stunt his growth because you see these guys coming out of college now, whether it's Hayes, Haglin, Kreider, Stefan, McDonough, all these guys coming out of college at an older age, and they seem to have more of a structure where Miller seems like he's all over the place. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that attributes from, from playing in Hartford or, or what, but he just seems like he hasn't been able to, to get that, that um, the structure that the rest of these guys have been able to get. Jasper Fest, I, I don't know. Again, I don't think he played poorly. I just think the team is too small on the wing. That's just my opinion. And they can't score on the power play. So I'd rather have Malone in the lineup because at least he can park his fat ass in front of the net and, and hopefully he could chip in a goal here and there. Where fast, you just have him on the team to play in your fourth line and kill penalties. And what else does he do? Right. He's not going to play in your top nine. And I also think they should send Duclair back to, uh, back to juniors. That's, I, 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 I think I, we're I in the minority in that. I think, we're in the, I think most Ranger fans want him to stay up, but... I don't think it time from I, – I think they could do without him at, at this point. I'd rather think long-term than short-term fix because they're short a couple forwards. I mean, you know, they're short Stepan, and they may need some goal scoring. I don't know. I don't, I'm getting I, a lot I of no's I, in the chat room. Yeah, I don't – that's my opinion. I 
I like what he did in the preseason. The kid has an amazing shot. He's electric. He, he skates like the wind. He's a really skinny dude. And you know what? He won hit. I mean, that's just, yeah. I mean, he just looks like a boy playing with men. He does have moments. You see glimpses. Like, we saw glimpses with, with Mark Stoll when they first called him up uh, in the preseason. You saw glimpses of guys. You could say, you know what? This guy's going to be something. He just might not be it right now. I think he's going to be a great player. I really do. I think he's going to be a really decent player for this team. But I just think that why, why rush him along? You know, like A.V. said, if he's not going to play in the top nine and you're going to scratch the kid, he should be playing somewhere. That's just my opinion. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I think you've got to think long term. You can't, you know, the, uh, that's what I'm looking at uh, I, in this case. And you don't know through a whole season, can he do a whole season, especially at this lightweight, especially at this young age. It's a grueling thing to play in the NHL, and I think the guy's got to put a little bit more weight on him. Because if you saw in the Columbus game, Scott Hartnell, he was looking at him like, you know, fresh meat. I'm going to make sure I hit dude, this huh? guy. Oh, he's, he's a real tough guy. He's a real jerk off, that guy. What an idiot. What <laughs> I hate Scott Hartnell. He's one oh, of the best players in the league. Yeah. So. All right, All right Rob, guys. thanks for the season My ticket pleasure. holder's perspective. My pleasure. Uh, good show, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Take care. Take care, Rock. Good to talk Bye. to you. You too. Right. Bye. Oh, you know, the Rangers, <laughs> I don't even know if I can make the joke I want to make. <laughs> what do you want to make? Uh, well, you know, think the, about well, it. If, they have to right, decide whether they want to keep them or not, because once they go black, they can't go back. Oh, my God. Rosado <laughs> gets it across to Richards. Final second. <laughs> Richards waits. Slices that low. Callahan. Nice. Rebound save. Rebound save. Rebound save. Rebound score. Here's another one. Carlson rattled it back in off the glass. It skipped over to Girardi. Helps it along to Stoll. Yanked it back up the boards, and the Rangers could march out. Pass is slowed down by Carlson. Grabbed off and sent on now to Richard. He's able to gain the zone and work in, and a shot was won. Played on by Girardi. Patted bound to Richard. Centering pass in front. By the way, with no, wow. with no Sam, with no Sam yesterday against the Sharks, we missed out on this. Seattle number 83. Go Pavelski across to Wingle in front of Seattle. Oh, he scores! Diving effort by Lundqvist. <laughs> uh, that one. always makes me laugh. That one always makes me laugh. <laughs> that's Joe Catroni's favorite. Look, he's already thanking me in the chat room. That's his favorite. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, and he scores. Some great announcing going over there. <laughs> I love him. God love him. He's <laughs> skating off with a little bit of a hitch in his giddy up. <laughs> I like how 
Well, the whole show is like we're talking serious, and then it comes out as just playing fan clips. Let's start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got one more call on hold. Uh, let's talk to this somebody we have not talked to in a long time. Really? Take a, take a guess who it is. Frankie. No, he won't call here anymore. Like somebody we like. Better than, better than Frankie. Of course we like him. Oh, this is Frosty. Call and introduce yourself to the public. <laughs> it's Howie. Come on. <laughs> hey, Howie, how are you? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Call number two. Introduce yourself to the public. Is <laughs> <laughs> that him? Yeah. Claire? Call number two. Introduce right, yeah. yourself to the public. <laughs> Caller number two, introduce yourself to the public. Man, I done muted the call. Hey, hey. Oh, my God. Hey, 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 what's going on, Howie? Oh, not much. You know, it's I'm on the board. You know, I'm on the in the chat rooms and stuff all night long during games. And I'm laughing at some of the people making the comments about, you know, people are on the ledge after five, five six games. I'm there laughing hysterically. And, yeah, has Nash been great? Absolutely. He's come. He's healthy. He's he's obviously he admitted when he admitted he came to camp the last two years out of shape. I mean, <laughs> it was pretty certainly obvious, being that he was a uh, very he looked kind of soft the last couple of years. Yeah, um, oh, I I'm, like Duclair. Be nice. Yeah, I mean, I like the kid Duclair. I just hope he can you know, do a little more. He looks like he could. Somebody said something about him maybe put on a little uh, bulk. He looks a little small. But yeah, well, be seen. I know you were one of the proponents of keeping him up. I mean, I, listen, it, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't want anything to like, you know, with Delzato, they decide to keep him up. He had a good year and a half or whatever he had, and then it was, you know, what happened. So, uh, yeah, I know what happened. I hope. <laughs> and like I said, you, yeah, <laughs> I, I hear you. <laughs> But I think it's a different case with this kid. You could see this kid has natural yeah. tools that. Uh, oh, absolutely. Um, I like. Well, I mean, I love the fact they caught San Jose on a, you know, on the the end of their long road trip. And you know what? It's a quality win. It was solid from start to finish. And I kept flipping. Up. My dad was here yesterday, and he's a Ranger fan just like me. And we're flipping back and forth between the Giants game and the Ranger game. And finally, the Giants game was just out of hand. We just kept the Ranger game on. And he's like, man, this is the best they've looked all year. And I said, yeah. I said, it finally starting to starting to click a little. And I said, Lundqvist has actually, you know, looked a lot better in net. I mean, not that half the goals were his fault. I mean, when you have Del Costa out there, you know. <laughs> when I saw those two plays he made, when I saw him make those two awful plays, the first thing I thought of was Delzato. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and then of course wearing number four. <laughs> yes, it's the curse but of the, number four. But, uh, those those two giveaways, I mean, they were. I don't even know if Delzato ever did anything that stupid. I mean, he was close. Oof, those were. But I mean, this was like. Was those were like things my daughter would do if I put her in the middle of an NHL game and handed her a stick. I mean, it they was were ridiculous turnovers. Yeah. Like how? And I how, haven't screamed at a ranger. I, I haven't screamed at a ranger in a long time. The way I screamed at him last week, I'll tell you. And it's not like stream of obscenities. Yeah. It's not like we. I, I didn't see it coming. 
I saw the guy in preseason. He sucked. And now I've got to be subjected when there's real two points on the, uh, on the line. And he's just, I mean, I mean, they were absurd. They killed my hockey soul. I'm like, <laughs> we're so spoiled with the Rangers last year clicking like a machine on defense and everything running smoothly. And then you see this guy and you go, this is what other teams do. They give goals away. Mm-hmm. And yep. the way the Rangers are playing, you, uh, you know, and then maybe tomorrow he's got to play. Oh, no boy. And just like a close your eyes every time he's got his, he's got the puck. I, I'm going to the bathroom every time he's got a shift. I don't <laughs> want to see anything. <laughs> But I mean, uh-huh. I mean, you know what? Three and three is not terrible. I mean, it's going to go. I know a lot of the fans. The, the fans Devils are flattering at their two wins, and the Islanders, they'll come. I think the Islanders are a little bit better. Their fans are douchebags, but the Islanders will be a little bit yeah. better. But what does that mean? Yeah, is it, yeah, I mean, I still think they'll miss the playoffs by a smidge. I mean, you know, Halak. Yeah. I tried to explain to someone the other day. I go, you know, you could put, you you cannot put Halak next to Lundqvist. No comparison. Lundqvist is at the top. Halak's somewhere in the middle. There's a reason why Halak has been on different teams. Right. I've been traded. No. Halak a at times. one time was at the top only for maybe a year or so. He's he's not him. Yeah. He's no to the king. But that he's the best the Islanders have had in like ten years. I mean, you know, so oh, those fans are cuckoo for cocoa puffs. They're like, like you know, they think they've got the cup now. They got a goalie. Yep. You know? And it's funny. I can relate to uh, was it Rock was the last one on the line. I can relate to his comment about fans like invading the garden from other teams. What yeah. I had tickets was the same thing. You know, Montreal, Toronto. The Island, the Devil fans, like the Devils, won't even the Devil fans won't even go see their own teams play team play in Newark or at that time back in it's uh, on the beat, but they'll always invade the Garden. <laughs> Don't worry, if the Islanders are missing the playoffs, I'll be there at the Mausoleum last game. They're making the playoffs; that's a different thing, because that won't be the last game. Yeah. If they're not making it out, I'll be there. I might even just wear like an Islander jersey, like for like a, like half the game, and then take it off and go. Fuck you and wipe my ass with it and just get thrown out. <laughs> just <Yeah>. leave. I want to an out by the, the mausoleum security. Let's make a farce of it. <laughs> Internet. I can see it now. Internet radio star thrown out of Nassau Coliseum for defecating on own jersey. <laughs> I want right on a bossy jersey. That fucking ugly bitch. I hate his guts. Oh, anyway, I'm sorry. I digress. It's okay. But the Rangers do need some more contributions from some other players besides, you know, say Nash. Yeah, well, Zuccarello's got no goals. Zuccarello's done. I mean, he's been invisible. McDonough has no point. No, it's weird. That back line needs to contribute. I mean, that's the, you know, part and parcel and – but it stinks without Dan Boyle. I don't know how bad the power play is because I got to see Dan Girardi trotted out there again now. <laughs> yeah, Mr. What, what it, does it take to get this guy off the fucking power play? <laughs> why is it? I don't know. I don't understand, Jim. 
There's been one constant in the Rangers' bad power play for the last eight years. It's Dan Girardi. He's the common denominator. Get him off. He doesn't have a great great shot. He sucks offensively. Yeah, he's not. He's not good. But um, why? Why is it always feast, like, uh, feast or famine with this team? You know, for the last two years we've said, uh, you know, they've got all these secondary guys scoring. Now, if only Rick Nash would score. Now Rick Nash is scoring. Now and nobody he's scoring else. And nobody else is. Nobody else is. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's, why it's can't everybody just score at once? Why can't they win every night ten to one, Eddie? Why? Why? Someone answer me this. Yeah, why? Well, why? Hey, you could be the Blackhawks right now. The Blackhawks can't score any goals either. Say <laughs> this ball play a couple listen. games. I was going to say, uh, say this ball, but just to interrupt you a second, has an interesting, uh, I think, an on the ball comment about Dan Girardi's power play uh, co- contribution. Girardi has as much value as a colostomy bag on the power play. Wow. <laughs> He's got a. So he's got a thing for bags, is what he's colostomy bags, ball oh, bags. Oh, that's his, that's his bit. I think. Uh, he's got a... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, ball yeah. bag. I don't even know. Like I said, so anything I, else? Uh, 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 you know, I don't know. Like I said. Well, who we got coming up uh, on the schedule? What? What do I? What? Uh, who do we got coming up? What's the schedule looking like? Devils tomorrow Devils night. tomorrow. Yeah. Is that a ledge game? They lose to them, or are we that that San Jose win gonna? We didn't do good against Sometimes the Devils in the preseason. No, but that's no. preseason. You know, have to. Yeah. Uh, I, I okay. think that they come Devils, out and play solid. Canadians, uh, Canadians Saturday night in Montreal, hockey night in Canada. Fantastic. Right, and they're probably home again Sunday. You think they start then, uh, in Montreal? They might. Didn't he pitch a shutout last year on Hockey Night in Canada? Yes. I was uh, there. The Alabama Ooh, uh, Slammer? Yeah, he did. Yes. And then the rain and then they come home for four games. Rangers yeah, a lot of after, home games right now. Yeah, after was the Canadians the, game, they're gonna play four they're gonna play seven of eight at home. I'm trying to remember, was that uh, the Kevin Klein debut was that? Did they trade Delzato that night or previous couple days before that? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know what I'm thinking of. You might, you might be right. I'm not sure. So with um, a lot of home games coming up. Time to make hay, as Rick. Yeah, Montreal. I mean, it was. It's been a house of horrors in the regular season, but they kind of eradicated that. Eradicated that, don't you think, because of the playoffs last year? Or is it still a house I mean, of horrors? Although they. Well, they won game one, lost um, lost game two, I think. No, they won. No, they won the first two. Going, first two games. Then they win the first so they two. Two zero going home. Yeah. They take the first two. Yes, they won and the first two up there. Came back, lost the split, and then went up there, and they they had the big comeback, and then lost late because uh, I think they had put Talbot, and he gave up a goal like a minute after the Rangers tied it. And then they came oh, yes. and won the series. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that reminded me of the game six of the uh, game five of the Stanley Cup Finals in 94. <laughs> that one. Right. Yeah. All right. So, Taking it wasn't offsides. Yeah, I mean, That's all I'm saying. 
And uh, who do we got? Uh, who's the game after that? Uh, then they come home for the the wild win. Three Back wins. Wild are All right. Yeah, the wild are good. They started off pretty good. I think they've lost a couple in a row, but yeah. the wild will be tough. Montreal's okay, but uh, beat the Devils tomorrow. That's all I have to tell you. Get over five hundred and go from there. That's what I said. Um, all right, good. fellas. And, Howie, thank all right, you Howie. All. Hey, no Take problem, care. guys. We'll Anytime. I'll yes, put you absolutely. back on hold so you can listen to the end of the show. Thanks. All right. Talk to you later. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. See ya. Wild Jets, Blues, and Wings after that. Hmm. All at home. All at home. All at home. You know, all's winnable. I mean, they got they got to play as a team. They're starting to gel. A lot of people are panicking. The, the casual Ranger fan is panicking. I hear Eddie. What happened? They went to the Cup. They're off to a side. I said, "Well, just slow start last year." Talk to me in Game Seventy Four. Dumbasses. Exactly. All right, my friend. All right. All right. It's time that to wrap- mambo. I want to tell you guys, I love you showing up. Big chat room attendance here again. I love you. You make it all worthwhile for me, and I know you make it all worthwhile for Jim. Jim makes Absolutely. it worthwhile for me. <laughs> and and verse Spicer. Yesterday was Adino Seeger's birthday, so maybe that's why they had a little ceremony and it started late. That's serious. It was Adino Seeger's birthday. <laughs> the only guy I've seen. Is there a tribute video? <laughs> well, his problem was, and this is no joke because we've, we've had discussion about this, but he, he started to get panic attacks. He started getting anxiety. Really? Uh, yes, that was one of the reasons I think he left. He either left professional hockey or he went back to his native Chechnya, wherever he's from, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> but I remember that being an issue. So, uh, I don't remember that. All right, yeah. sounds good. Uh, and we will see you guys. What's next on the calendar? We will be back with you. That's right. No homo, Costa. No homo. We will be back with you next Tuesday night because there is a game next Monday. So we will see you guys Tuesday, October 28th, 9 p.m. Right here. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>